I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Welcome to episode 116 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, before we kick off the episode, please make sure you head over to our Instagram, which is Strap Season Pod, or our Twitter, which is Strap Season Podcast. Link in the bio on both of those sites there, and that link will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts, your audio, or YouTube, if you like your visuals. Um, but yeah, Flows, hope you're good. <laughs> yeah man yeah um yeah How are you <laughs> eh, been better but that's just because of just i want this episode yeah flows to be honest i just want to talk about the state of boxing right now just that the state of boxing to. the state of the sport of boxing <laughs> because yeah. what i'm seeing right now flows is a joke thing i'll be so real with you it's a joke thing this is a sport that we both love and they're taking us fans for a joke thing. I won't lie, man. Um, I think literally half the press, as we've just as we're back to, as we're recording this now, I'm pretty sure what I think the the Floyd Mayweather Deji card has just concluded. And I didn't tune into it. I, I don't know if you tuned. I'm assuming you didn't tune into it either. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> but obviously, it was pay per view. So yeah, I know it's pay per view. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But obviously streams in that, but um, yeah, obviously this has been, yeah, this is the zone pay-per-view, uh, the zone, one of our flagship <laughs> providers of boxing, of serious boxing, slapping us on pay-per-view. Obviously, we understand why in terms of Floyd is the is the is the draw. It's Floyd Mayweather for crying out loud. So I guess what he does, the sport of boxing tends to march the beat of his drum still, even though he's long retired. But I'm just seeing absolutely, obviously, I'm being sent clips from people in group chats and stuff, other casuals, etc. And obviously, if it's like a one minute clip, you, you're pre I'm seeing, okay, I'm seeing, okay, let me see what this is about. And just the flows, the nonsense I'm seeing on this card that's happening is just, I'm just shaking my head saying, what the hell is this? As a boxing fan, what is this that I'm seeing? I'm seeing. The usual Tommy Fury shenanigans with Jake Paul. Um, Tommy Fury needs to retire. <laughs> I think Tommy Fury just needs to retire because I, I I don't get I don't I don't get what he's I don't get what he's about. I'll be honest for us. Is he is he a serious boxer or is he not? <laughs> like not. you can't pick and choose. <laughs> TikTok or support your support your missus in her ventures. Tommy Fury, brother, are you in or you in your, are you out? Because what I'm seeing from you is a joke. You miss weight. You come in, what? He came in like seven pounds, eight pounds too heavy or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then... He's a light, He's meant to be a lightweight, a light heavyweight. Yeah. So that's 175 yeah. and he come in yes. at 182. One... <laughs> Which is absolutely ridiculous. They said the fight was off. I don't even know who the opponent was. I then get sent a video of him on his Instagram explaining the situation. Tommy Fury sure does love an explanation for why he can't fight. He sure does love it because I've seen him do the same type of videos, the same style videos for the two Jake Paul fights that fell through. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's another fight as well that fell through that he had to do that same explanation for. This time he said apparently, <laughs> apparently 
he he uh, him and his opponent got obviously two different contracts and there was two different weights oh. on the contracts. <laughs> when he said that, I said, brother, put the phone down. What well, I don't know what you're about to delve into now, but just put the phone down because that is all kinds of ridiculousness. Oh man. Fools, have you heard a situation where you've got contract for your contract to a fight and both fighters have got different different weights on their contract? How you crazy is that? that is. That's embarrassing. Who's your team? Who's <laughs> even even with that, brother? Why? So you say you had a catch weight? Who has a catch weight? One hundred eighty-two or whatever. You said he made weight. <laughs> yeah, he was saying so you have a catch, I made the weight of my contract against the smaller so... man. Against Bruh. the smaller man, when you're supposed supposedly a serious boxer who boxes a light heavyweight, so a professional. <laughs> he he's a professional. He's officially a pro. And you say that I made weight. So what weight are you campaigning at then? Are you cruiserweight or are you like heavyweight? Why, why are, are you in? Tell me if you are you in or are you out? <laughs> Which like, are you a serious guy about the sport or are you just here for the clout or that kind of stuff? Because from what I'm looking, what I'm seeing, you're here for the clout. <laughs> yeah, you're caught because he could because brother, he's not caught. He's calling out YouTubers and yeah, just these social media people. That's who he's calling yeah. out. You haven't, there's been like no sit downs in terms of career development, in terms of moving them along in the light, light heavy ranks, fighting for, you know, the stages, British yeah. title, you know, that kind of stuff, right? There's there's none of that. It's him chasing these YouTubers. Uh, and pulling out and making excuses. Pulling out twice that with Jake. So I've seen a clip of the fight because Jake Paul was on commentary and it had, he was there cursing out Tommy Fury whilst he was fighting. And I, I just saw a small clip of the two fighters, the guy he was fighting as well. It didn't look serious. It looked like they were both taking a, like, taking a mick in there. But afterwards, Floyd, his antics after the fight, I saw a clip of that. I got sent a clip of that as well. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. He's there looking at Jake Paul, got in the mic, shouting him out, saying, come here, come here. Let's get this fight now. I'll fight you now, blah, blah. I'm a fury, all that kind of stuff. Jake Paul was basically just saying, Jake Paul's just trolling him because we know Jake Paul's a big troll. Tell him to come out, come out. Eventually, after all that talk of you trying to get him to come in, Tony Fury ends up Tony Fury ends up going out to meet Jake Paul. But just the whole the whole scene was fast. Try, trying to go out, <laughs> trying to yeah, <laughs> trying to go. You know the ones where you don't you're not really on it, but you're telling people to hold you back, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back, even though you're, no. you're not really on it. Um, John Fury, another one that loves the clout, loves the headlines. I saw a clip. I got sent a clip of him. He was there calling out Jake Paul. He took his top off, flexing. Trying, trying to fight Jake Paul. It's just one big circus show, circus show flows. It's, it's, it's a big, it's a clown show. It's a big clown show, isn't it? Like, from what I'm seeing, it's nasty. Bro, it's, 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 so, it's too embarrassing, man. It's too embarrassing. And then, on the card as well, I get sent the clip of uh, Delphine Pursun. I didn't even know she was fighting on the card. She's a serious boxer. We've, we've spoke about her many times. Her wars with Katie Taylor. Very, very good fighter. I see her hit her opponent. <laughs> her opponent goes down. Delphine has bent down, actually bent down, looked in the <laughs> face, and then hit her again. I said, "What am I seeing? What, what is this card, Floyd? That's, that's a pro. I need Floyd. I need an explanation immediately. What am I seeing right now? What am I seeing? How could you? Yeah, that's crazy." That is crazy. That's amateurish. That's yeah. That's like YouTube boxing level. <laughs> the chick, brother, the chick was on her knees. That she was bent, bent over on her knees. 
And it wasn't like Pursu was finishing off finishing off a combination. She bent down. She she stopped. She brother, she stopped. She looked her in the eyes. I'm not even joking. I'm not even capping. She looked her in the eye. I then hit her again. I said, nah. And lots of the comments were there saying, oh, the opponent, she milked it. It wasn't that hard, blah, blah. That doesn't matter. It's not about how hard it was. It's the fact that you don't hit an opponent when they're down. Simple. <laughs> like, understandable if you're finishing a combo. Sometimes leeway is given there. Sometimes you're in the heat at the moment. But the fact is, she paused, she looked at her, and it cracked her again. Is that not is that not insane? So <laughs> the clown gene hit Pursun as well. <laughs> it's even hitting, it's, it's hitting pros. Crazy, 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 crazy. And then I'm just seeing clips of the main event, Floyd versus Deji. I said to you the other day, it's still crazy that this fight's actually happening. Deji's fighting Floyd. Floyd, of course, was doing Floyd stuff. Just taking the piss in there, robbing the bank, as he would say, with <laughs> without a mask. Uh, dancing in there, purposely holding back on his combos and punches, trying not to hurt Deji, that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, it's just the whole. And this is a pay per view fight. This is a pay per view card, by the way, Flows. That's just, it's crazy. I mean, if people find this entertaining, fair enough. But from this clips that I'm seeing, I'm there thinking, how can this be entertaining? It's, it's just a bunch of clowns in the, in, in, the, in the ring taking the piss for 20 or so minutes. So, um, yeah, man, embarrassing. And the thing is, Floyd, I reckon this play, you probably do quite well, right? Off the back of Floyd. Um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, with Digi as well. They've yeah. been trying to sell this fight all week. I've been seeing the shenanigans all week. Yep. It's all yep. nonsense. Yep. Um, yeah, man. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's painful. Painful watching, painful listening. It's all, it's all a sham. <laughs> Absolute joke, man. Absolute joke. And we said it before, but it sucks that it has to be Floyd, who we consider yeah. probably our goat, our modern day goat, one of one, you know, top five, etc. Has to be Floyd. That, that, that's what makes it even more painful. He's the one endorsing this, he's the one encouraging it, all that kind of stuff. But it's yeah, man, it's just just that entire card looked like a like, like a clown show, to be honest. And yeah, boy, if you pay for that, then fair enough. If that's what you're into, that's what you're into. But Boy, we ain't standing for that over here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that much. So, so. Um, but yeah, that was today. Um there was some fights yesterday that happened. Um and I guess, yeah, the two well, we mentioned them last episode. We sort of mentioned them in passing. Um Tasha Jonas uh against um Eve DeCare. Um that was actually a good fight, to be fair. That was actually Steven a really, 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 really good fight. Really, boxing really Steven good fight. Grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Despite all the negativity we're boxing at the moment, it, it, you know, we, we can't not mention the, the good aspects, I guess. And shout out to Tasha. We, you know, we bigged her up quite a few times in this pod. Big fans of her. Um, she's now a unified... Uh, I can't remember the weight class. I don't know if you helped me out. If it was, I've forgotten the weight class, but she's unified in the division now. She's got three, three of the four belts, I believe. Yeah, three yeah. or four. Um, and yeah, what a fight in terms of you know women's fights. They tend to be electric, Ooh. explosive, or action. Tasha Jonas was clearly the better fighter in there, but this her opponent was so game flows kept coming forward, kept coming forward, trying to put pressure on Tasha Jonas, who fought the majority of the fight on the back foot. Um and yeah, just try to apply pressure and hit with big combinations. And as we said before, Flo is Tasha in this division. She's a lot smaller than all the girls. 
a lot smaller. And even and this chick was a lot bigger than Tasha. But what she lacks for in size, she more than makes up for in speed. And she's so much quicker than all these girls. And it was it was on show again last night. Her speed advantage over this chick was so much better. And she was able to use that to counter this girl every time she came forward and write love combos every time she came forward off the back foot. So that's what really wanted for her speed and just a sharp, a sharp punching, a sharp counter punching. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on Tasha's uh, performance flows and just how the fight was itself? Yeah, um, Tasha's had a career resurgence, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, she had that unfortunate loss early on in her career. Who was it to? Um, Obanoff. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about, yeah. Did she get stopped? She did. She got rocked badly. I think she got yeah, stopped. She did. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then since then she's kind of come back. She had the unfortunate, controversial draw with Terry Harper, which I thought she won. I, I think did. I called it one of the robberies mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah, you did. Gave <laughs> um, gave Katie Taylor, Taylor a great a great fight. Yep. But everyone gives. <laughs> but yeah, and then I think she's moved up two weight up. divisions, two weight classes, and she, start, and she looks a new started woman. collecting belts. Yeah. Collected belts, um, beating bigger fighters. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's good. And she comes up with good game plans to win fights. Um, she does what she needs to as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, she looked good. She she was aggressive. She boxed smart. The combinations were the faster, sharper combinations from her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think she's done enough to win. I think it was a close fight of portions. Um, I think the t- two rounds made it um entertaining because yeah, it's interesting you say that because one judge gave her every single round. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I didn't agree with that. I thought that was a yeah. bit nuts. Um, I, I, I do I think, think she won clearly for me, but it was yeah. every round was competitive, and this yeah. chick kept, especially I think from round five, I think or round six, mm. uh, she really stepped up the pressure. Um, yeah, and Tasha's movement started to. I guess it started to, I wouldn't say go down the drain, but this movie started to stop a little bit because of the fact that, I guess, tiredness and the fact that this chick was applying a lot of pressure onto her and trying to make it a close, close, close range fight, which probably suited the other girl. But hats off to Tasha, man. She was she she was brilliant in there. She stuck out there and yeah, yeah, good win. Yeah, I think she'll give a lot of any fighter problems um, seeing her. I'm yeah. close. I'm see, obviously, I'm pre-in like, the reaction and stuff and... I'm hearing, you know, trying to maybe Jonas versus Clarissa Shields. That's being shopped. Oh. Um, people were saying, you know, maybe Jonas' speed might be able to give Shields some problems. But boy, I don't know about that one. But we'll see in it. But I would like, I'd like to see it. I do want to see yeah. that. Like, I would love to see it. Shields wins, but yeah, yes. I think I would love to see Jonas, it. Yeah. <laughs> Jonas deserves a big Shop. fight like that. Um, yes. Yeah. If yeah. if if there's a payday in there, she deserves that. I'd yeah. like to see the Terry Harper rematch. Okay, um, yeah. Terry Harper was talking crud on Twitter saying, why did she mention my name? I was like, you were lucky last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you acted. Like, she's lucky. You were lucky. But um, that's a great fight as well. Um, Terry Harper's been on the bounce back yeah. Yeah. after the loss to, what's it called? But I'm um, glad now, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. So yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of good fights out there. She's 37, I think, or 38 as well. So you got to remember, Cocky's kind of ticket for her to get another like fat payday. If you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely, 
an Indian summer kind of in terms of just as she's getting older, moving up two weight classes. She looks better. She look she looks the best she's ever been to me. To be honest, like this is the best I've seen her. Um, and who would have thought that would have come off the back of her moving up two weight classes, um, and fighting bigger girls? So shout out to her for doing that. It's working though for her, so I'm happy. Yeah, I hope she does get a final big payday if she can. Um, other fight we mentioned the fighter before. He I put him on a list of um upcoming fighters to look out for. Yeah. Oh man, Montana Love has had a mare here, man. He's had he's had a, he's had a howler for us. He's had a massive howler. Uh, I'm really excited. I said Montana Love excites me in terms of he's very, very good, very slick. Uh, just looks a great prospect in the 140 pound division. He came up against this guy called Steve Spark, I think, an Aussie guy who was moving back down to 140. Uh, I, or might have been moving up. I can't remember, but um, this Aussie guy carries power. Always fights. He's won by KO. So that was you know. But I thought to myself maybe. And the Aussie guy is bigger than Montana naturally, but obviously I just trusted the skills and the ability of Montana from what I've seen. Um, Montana started, I would say, fairly sharp in terms of how he usually does. Counter-punching, hitting this guy with check check hooks, etc. And just using this sort of footwork in the centre of the ring. But in round two, he got a bit sloppy and he got caught by uh, a, a combo. It was a, right, it was a right hook and a combo from this, yeah. from this spark guy that dropped Montana. And we're just like, oh, oh, because he looked, it was quite wobbly when he came up, but I was like, okay. Obviously, this fight was in Cle- this fight was in Montana's hometown as well. So I guess the crowd was kind of silenced. It was a bit tense because it's like, oh no, this guy's showing the ability to hurt Montana. Um, and yeah, the fight was it kind of ebbed and flowed in the sense that it was Montana's counter punching and sort of slick work catching the spark guys that came in. But every now and again, Spark would let his hands go and apply pressure and corner Montana. And you could see it was causing him trouble in terms of the guy's got power, he's big, he's strong, etc. And then something mad happened, bro. <laughs> uh, I think it was it was the fifth round yeah. where obviously I think Montana is a southpaw, and this guy's orthodox. So inevitably a clash of heads happened, and they've clashed heads. It's quite a bad one. It's open a cut. Um, it's open a cut. I think around Montana's eye. I think it was right. Um, yeah. obviously the referee stopped it it's gone to the thingy and we're hearing the, like the conversation with the doctor and stuff and Montana's there saying I can't see anything blah blah I can't I think he yeah, flows. I'll correct me if I'm, I think he was saying something like I can't see I can't see out the eye and the doctor said I'll give it, I'll give you one more minute one more round he said he's ready to, he was like I'm ready to rumble that I'm ready yeah. to rumble yeah but he, I think he was saying um, but he kept saying he couldn't see I think he was he was saying as well that um it could, it could get. I, I'm not. I wasn't sure what he's saying, but he's definitely I saying he's yeah, ready to rumble. Yeah, I, I heard. The, I, 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 I heard the ready to rumble bit, but then he also yeah. kept saying that he couldn't see. He couldn't see. I, I caught that as well. Yeah. And the doctor said, you know, he would allow it to continue. And he would check its progress, etc. For one minute, he said for one minute or something. Yeah, for or, one minute. For yeah. One round, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. So yeah. So I heard. Yeah, I heard talking about one minute and cool. So that's happened now because it was quite a lengthy stoppage. It was, I mean, quite a yeah. lengthy pause in proceedings. That's happened now. Boom, refs carried on for them to fight round six. Montana's come out like a train, kind of like rumbling, bare rough. And like he's like he's tried to like clinch up Steve, etc., grab him up. He's then pushed him towards the ropes. The referees tried to step in and I guess you know break him up. But Montana's carried on with the forward momentum and aggressiveness. And he's like, it's, it's almost like he clotheslined, 
You know, the WWE, where you see the clothesline off, off, out, out the ring, like a Royal Rumble thing. The, the JBL. The JBL clothesline. <laughs> Brother, it's as if he clotheslined Steve, I mean, Spark, out, out, the, out the ring. Spark has somehow front flipped and landed on his feet. And he's been like, what the hell? Walk back up. And next thing you know, you hear ding, ding, ding. The referees um, ended it. And we're hearing that the referees now disqualified Montana for pushing Spark out the ring. So he's lost via DQ. So just a crazy end to proceedings. Afterwards, obviously, Montana and his team were there protesting, saying you can't destroy if I someone from that, blah, blah, etc. Hearn said they will appeal it because the referee got it wrong and it was, you know, he, he jumped too quickly with, with the DQ. And obviously, you know, the comments are grinning in Montana because it's like, bro, it looked like you wanted to quit. It looked like you wanted a way out and you didn't want to get stopped or anything. You felt this guy's power, so you decided to disqualify yourself to get out of the fight. Well, I don't know for that one, but the point is he's lost via DQ and yeah. he didn't look great. He looked he looked decent. He looked sharp in some portions, but this Steve, this spark guy was giving him problems with his power, his size. And even though Montana was doing the better boxing work, every time the spark brother stuck it on him against the ropes and cornered him, it looked like Montana was struggling to deal with the power. So, um, yeah, man, that's the necessary L for him. And... Um, yeah, it's a quite a bad loss to be honest. Because, like I said, this guy was highly touted at 140, and I liked what I saw from him previously. But he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't look good overall, man. So, yeah, really, really strange end to proceedings. Did you agree with the DQ? What do you think of it? I don't even know, folks. I don't even know the. I, sw- I swear that is that is within the rules in terms of if a fighter. But you know, because I've seen it happen before, and the fighter didn't get DQ'd. Yeah. But I guess for the referee, I guess because of the intention, he like he, he I guess the referee's there thinking that he did it on purpose to knock him out. DQ'd. I don't think I would have DQ'd though, Flores. I don't can't lie. I think the fact that this spark brother landed on his feet and literally walked straight back up to the steps to get in the ring, I feel like okay. you could have knocked just a point off or whatever, deducted something. Okay. So what if what if Spark injured himself, fell DQ. out and straight DQ. DQ. Straight Straight it's the result as opposed to the okay, yeah. Interesting. Brother, he, he, I can't lie. He looked, he looked, he looked like a gymnast. He landed, brother. He landed. Yeah, he landed fine. Perfectly on his um, feet. I walked straight back up. I'll, I'll take two steps back. I'll give my explanation of the fight quickly okay. on how I saw the fight. Then I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. talk on the DQ. Um, I thought Montana Love mm-hmm. was was boxing well, counter punching, boxing well. This guy yeah. was bigger than him, heavier than yeah. him. And wasn't even particularly skilled from watching no. this Stevie. I've never, I've never seen Stevie Spark fight before. Yep. He wasn't particularly skilled, but he was aggressive and wanted to come forward and rough him up and throw a million punches when he when he could pin him down. Yeah. For me, Montana Love won the first round. Second round, he got dropped. He he was winning the round and he won the round afterwards. Yeah. So outside of the knockdown, he 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 controlled that round. For me, yeah. The period where he got knocked down. Was sloppy from him. He, he third just, round, he just fourth round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third round, fourth round, he was winning. Yeah. Fifth round, Spark stuck it on him again. I think hurt yeah. him, and that's where it, that was like, oh, this fight's about to heat up because we're, yeah. we're seeing them both. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they were fighting on the inside a bit more in that round. Sixth round was it almost straight away the head straight, happened. Literally, as soon as he came in and started, you know, yeah. yeah. As soon as they engaged, the head happened. Then he had a lengthy stoppage, like you say. Yeah. Now. I didn't watch the fight live. I saw the fight. I saw the clips initially. So I saw the knockdown clip yeah. and I saw the DQ clip. 
And when you look at the DQ clip in isolation, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's. A, I can't even be mad with the ref. Like yeah. this, this isn't wrestling. This isn't wrestling. Yeah. And uh, my my thought exactly was this: like, let's say Spark fell out and injured himself. Mm. We'd all there would be no complaints. They'll be like, yeah, that's a DQ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it was like, whether regardless of the outcome, what it's the action DQ, itself. I mean, yeah, the action, the action itself. itself. Yeah, yeah, it's it's boxing, so you can't do that. You can't yeah. shove someone over the ropes and whatnot. Yeah. And especially when the ref was trying to stop it, and he kind of used his other arm to push him yeah. over the ropes as well. Yep. Yeah. So I was like DQ. But watching the fight, um, Spark was hella aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was using his shoulders, he elbows, was elbows. He was doing hella stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, and the ref warned him a few times, I believe. Yep. Um, and then the headbutt happens, and then I was I was looking at, it, I was like, ref man, that's 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 not that deep. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> like you can see what's been happening before to DQ him off that. You give him a stern warning, maybe deduct a point. Exactly, man. Exactly. I was, like, I kind of changed my tune a bit after watching yeah. the fight in full. And I was like, I get, I can't be too mad at it because let's say Spark did get injured or yeah. if they try and break it up and it was clear over-aggressiveness from Montana Love. Yeah. But I feel like a DQ was, there's no need. Like, yeah. especially when the doctor still needs to have a look at the head, like it could have been a no contest. No, it would have gone to the judge's scorecard. Judge's scorecard at the time. Most yeah. likely. Yeah. Or, you could have let it go on because the fight might not have lasted too long anyway. To, the DQ mm. was like, there was no need for that. Um, given what Spark was doing before. And it's not like Matana Love. Like, Matana Love was arguing. I didn't pick him up and throw him over the ropes. Yeah. I was pushing him. And as a result, he fell over the ropes. It's not yeah. like my intention was to do that, which is true, to be fair, because he was like, I want to... He just wanted to be aggressive back. Basically, it was a frustration thing. Obviously, yeah, this brother has been this, this brother's been been dirty. Well, let's say dirty this entire fight. Yeah. He's now cut me with a headbutt, which is accidental, but naturally, yeah. as a fight, you're there thinking he's probably done that on purpose as well. Let me just give him a taste of his own medicine and just you know rough him up just quickly, you know, kind of thing. That's what he was trying to do, I think. And yeah. obviously, the issue I feel like the ref took as well was the ref. The ref tried to jump in and stop it. Yeah, but but had a carried on. <laughs> yeah. The referee's there probably thinking, yeah, you've tried to mess this guy up somehow, whatever. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I, your reasoning, I hear what you're saying as well. Um, yeah, I guess it, it's easy to say don't DQ because my man, think he was fine. He did land on his feet perfectly and he walked straight back up the steps straight away with no issues. Yeah. So he'd say, obviously, but yes, it, it, it was a dangerous play by Montana because that guy, mm. can, we've seen it before, guys fall out the ring, bump their head or whatever, and it's, you know, it is dangerous. Um, but yeah, given the context as a fighter, as watching it as a fan as well, it was starting to heat up and it yeah. was tense because of the fact that, again, you've got a guy that's boxing well and he's outboxing his man, but he's against a power puncher who's caught this, he's hurt him already. And if he, and he, he's, he will start to pin him down sometimes. If he pins him down again, is it going to be curtains or is he going to, you know, how is Montana going to respond? Because even in that fifth round, when he pinned him down and he hurt him against the ropes, Montana was firing back with combos. Yep. Off, off, as in her big shots as well. So it was back to it was, it was, it was shape up to be a proper firefight flow. It's like a really mm. good fight. Um, but yeah, I guess you could say that, you know, it's an opponent that you, you expect someone of one to his caliber and his skill to beat. And, you know, should you have been in that situation in the first place or should you not have just been able to 
probably our boxes guy don't let him pin you down. I don't know. But it's 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 a need. I like to say, I'm saying it's a needless loss for Montana and a bit of a step back yeah. for him because obviously they were lining him up for some big fights at 140. Um, I think even Tia Fimo's name was mentioned. A couple other guys, obviously, doing the 140 is a lot of killers there now. So they'll line him up for a big fight. So it's a bit of a setback for him. Um, I think he should run it back with him. Yeah. I think they should run it back if they can. Um, I'm, 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 I guess her might try and appeal the DQ to see if they can get it overturned. But uh, regardless, before he sees anyone at 140, it, you know, these other guys, these other guys are killers and they could kill him. So he's still got some work to do, clearly. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I'm thinking about, like, imagine if I was like Regis or something. Regis would smoke that guy's boots, boy. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't see his, his chins is, is starts yes. to come into question. Um, yes. He's smaller than these guys, to be honest. But to be fair, Spark, I guess, is a big 140-pounder. But yeah, he looks I guess, huge there. Yeah, yeah. They said they said Spark. Well, obviously he's like five ten, but they reckon he rehydrated back to one fifty five, so he was big in there. Um, but yeah, he's still got some work on one forty to do. But I can see. But you, you know what I'm saying, Fozzy? That we can see the skills there. It's there. He's yeah, got yeah. ability for sure. But it's yeah, it's a tough loss for him, man. Real tough loss. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, that one annoyed me. But yeah, as we said, Tasha joined the saving grace of the weekend because, <laughs> um, <laughs> next. We're going back to boxing being in the gutter, to be honest. Now, for... <laughs> what can we? What the hell are we previewing for next week? There's like, there's no good fights left in the rest of Q4, man. I mean, this final quarter of the year, man. There's nothing, nothing diet. Okay, there's a few things. Let me not lie, but I'm just saying, just overall, you know how usually the, you know the fourth quarter of the year we're very excited for fights. This this year, bro, it's a mess. Right, man. <laughs> I look, listen, like. We obviously do our end of the year review. Yeah. And we'll get into that because last year we wanted bear fights. Yeah. And all that I can't <laughs> oh, remember, no, don't remind me. Or now I don't think even even before we even get into that, I wanna I wanna list up some names to you, bro. And you wanna okay. tell me how many times they fought this year. Yes, go on. The Demetrius Andre. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not fought this year. Jamal Charlo. They'll say injury Mal. problems, but yeah. Mal Charlo. Zero. Not fought this year. Mel. Mel's fought once. Once. Um, Terence Crawford. Once. Zero. Crawford Rounded. ain't fought this year. Oh, he won this year? <laughs> oh, Crawford no. ain't fought this year. Oh, he won this Spence. year. Spence. Spence. Thomas Houser Spence fought this year. Spence fought once. Once. Um, yeah. Ryan Garcia. Once, once, boots, J- boots, Ellis. How many times he fought this year? Once, Virgil Ortiz. <laughs> once, all these men are fighting once again, bro. <laughs> all these, they're not fighting. Scary, 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 scary stuff. Fighting once on none at all this year, and they, they're vocal as well. They, they're not Mars only one who's quiet. Mars the only one who's quiet. Brother, Where's I don't know where Jamal Cholo is. Is he alive? Because he hasn't tweeted since 2020 or like 2021. I don't know what he's doing. I only see I only, I only see Mel at these events, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I hope he's all right. <laughs> Javonta Davis. How many times he fought this year? Cruz, was it? Either Cruz was the only one? No, or no, Rolly Moreira. Rolly. Rolly was Rolly this year as well. So he's twice this year. Yeah, twice. No, Cruz was last year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Cruz was last year. Yeah, it's once. Um, Look, so we, we we know about the PBC guys. Let's let's get that let's get out of, let's get out of the way. Oh, I said Benavidez but, already. 
No, you haven't. <laughs> Ramirez is for, for once, I think. Once, once. When David Haney went to Australia. For these guys, <laughs> for these, but, uh, I don't think fans deep how bad it is for these guys who are, some of these guys aren't even champions, by the way. Some of these guys aren't even champions. Some of these guys are still building their career. For them to be fighting once a year. Huh? For, yeah, some of these guys don't even pay per view stuff. For them to be fighting once a year, that is so severely detrimental to their career. It's it's insane. Once a year. That's crazy. That is mad. <laughs> that is mad. And, um, well, but to quickly discuss a guy that is on his third fight this year. So at least this guy's active. But the people he's active against are trash. Jaime oh. Mungia, who we've bigged up on this pod as someone that's, you know, worth bigging up. It's, it's, this is his third fight of the year against a guy called Correa. Uh, uh, yeah, Gonzalo Gaston Correa from Argentina. I went and checked because obviously this guy has a wiki page or nothing. So let me check this guy's record. 21 and 5, flows. 21 and 5. This is the same Jaime Mungia. 21 and 5. He's had five L's. Brother, 21 and 5. Oh, man. This is the same Jaime Mungia who has been mandatory for one of these belts at middleweight since last year. I don't even know if he's still... I'm sure he's still mandatory. I don't even know. I think he is still mandatory for the WO. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Mungia has been at middleweight for two years now, Flores, and he hasn't fought for a world title. He's just fighting... Soup cans. I don't, get, I, I, I don't get what he's doing. I don't get what I don't get what Jaime Munguia is doing. I can't, I can't I'm baffled by what they're trying to do with him, what what what, what De La Hoya is doing with him because he's been he's been mandatory for, for the mandatory slot for time. Wait, why is he fighting this career guy? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Bare baffling. I, I the thing is he's not even one that's calling out Canelo. I've not heard him call out Canelo enough. No, he called out Charlo. And it's like in a, when, he, when he beat Chip, when he beat Kelly, the British guy, yeah. Jimmy Kelly, he called out Charlo. And we said straight away, I said, that's not happening. <laughs> um, yeah. soup cans. So, you, so you, as I said, you've either got guys who aren't fighting and just very inactive, or you've got guys who are just fighting soup cans and who are in good positions to fight and make the big fights. It's a mess. The whole sport's a joke at the moment, man. It's an absolute mess. Uh, and another one, did you see? Obviously, the WBC done their thing where they ordered fights and whatnot, and yeah. somehow they've they've ordered Shakur Stevenson versus Isaac Cruz. Yes, I don't know. I don't know how Isaac Cruz is in this. I don't know how Isaac Cruz is in this position. Dude, I say it last week that they took about Isaac and Shakur. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I, I said ordered. it last week. I said I kept seeing bare rumors of people saying Isaac and Shakur next. But I said, I said what? And people excited. Like, who's Isaac beat? I don't know who Isaac's beat. I don't know. Who... No, you beat Gamboa. Yeah. You watched up Gamboa. Yo, Isak is an industry plot. <laughs> Where they found it, he's that cruise, dude. Because and it, this push is crazy. And it's 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 turned out because this Ryan Garcia was rushing to fight Isaac Cruz. Yeah. Turned out, he turned out Ryan Garcia twice. <laughs> now how he said oh, he doesn't want to fight he, he wants to fight Lowe, he doesn't want to fight Shakur. That they're gonna because Shakur just runs and hugs. So basically saying he doesn't well, that Isak. Isaac's father. <laughs> Isaac said, oh, yeah. I, I need Isaac. Oh, Shakur, please knock him out. <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> of this Isaac, this Isaac Cruz hype trainer that's trying to turn him into. Like, it's crazy. He, he doesn't want to fight Sugar Shack. He doesn't want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I don't know where they, they're going to run it back from Tank and Tank's going to stop him. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. It's quite. A, it's, just, it's just a mess right now. Hardly any good fights to look forward to for the for the last quarter of the year. Um, Munguia's fighting suit cans in Mexico when he could easily fight for a title. Yo, the Crawford, no, nah, the Crawford one spun me still. Has, I forgot he hasn't fought for the tour this year. That's he insane. Hasn't. Obviously, I know he was getting, I obviously, I know contract disputes, all that kind of stuff, but it's still a joke. I can't lie, it's still a joke. Um, well, he's got his fight locked in now anyway. So, yeah, we'll preview that when, that, when the time comes. But that's hilarious, man. And yeah, Jamal is going to go this entire year without a fight. Where is Jamal Charlo? Where is he? Has anyone seen him? <laughs> yeah, he's the number one. Might as well retire. Call it <laughs> no, for real. You might as well just holding that belt hostage. It's a, it's a sad. Um, I don't know how these men are being stripped. I don't know yeah. how they've been. Where Joe Cavino got stripped of his belt, forgetting well, it. Well, we we know that <laughs> our Heyman's got mob ties or something. So he's yeah. yeah they, they, the PBC fighters never get stripped ever. Flows ever. <laughs> they, uh, I, to, 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 uh, I'm on example now. Do you know any PBC fighters been stripped? Nah, I can't think. None's coming to memory. Our Heyman's got mob ties, man. <laughs> they ain't touching these fighters. Yeah, they're not <laughs> move up weight classes and challenge for belts when they feel like. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's peak. I know now this year we're we're not gonna get any. Well, we're not gonna get the undisputed fights that we wanted to see. Yeah. Hey, yo, when 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 we break down the um. Oh, the, the fights review. that we wanted to see, the review, it's going to be so funny. It's going to be so That's, that's going to be one episode for itself, I swear to you. <laughs> just to, see, to see how many of those fights came to fruition or not. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. But yeah, fellas, let's wrap it up there, man. Boxing, do better once again. <laughs> um, this has been episode 116 of the Strat Season Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And keep getting us on the socials, liking, subscribing, and following. Peace. <laughs>